Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is the Sports Edge with Rick Wolf on your flagship station for New York sports. The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM, WFAN, New York. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Rick Wolf's Sports Edge. I'm your host, Rick Wolf. Well, it's now official. New York State has given the green light to move ahead with high-risk winter sports, such as basketball and ice hockey and wrestling, with practices starting, well, tomorrow, uh, assuming that the the weather forecast uh, doesn't get in the way. But Monday, February 1st, that's the day. And if all goes well, then high school football will begin in New York State on March 1st. Now, I know, I know a lot of high school athletes and their parents and coaches have been waiting and waiting for this good news. And, of course, there are, there are going to be all sorts of safety precautions that are going to be put in place. And I have to tell you, that list is a lengthy one. And these precautions are being put forth by the individual regional sections throughout New York State. That is, there is no direct mandate from Albany. Yes, it's true that New York State has provided uh, general guidelines for safety precautions, but... I'll be very clear about this. It's up to the individual school districts and the regional sections and local health departments in New York to make their own determinations as to what the rules are going to be. And again, this is it's basically boiling down to a situation where the the uh, again, the local authorities will be making the calls here as opposed to getting real uh, mandates from Albany and the governor's office. Now, I'm going to get into all of this uh, later on in the hour. And of course, I'll take calls and comments and questions about this as always, because I know this has been a very, very unusual year for so many athletes at the high school level. And obviously, you know, we're, we're just thrilled that they're getting the green light uh, to move ahead. And I will also try to go through a quick review of what I think are some of the more, I don't know, noteworthy precautions that are being considered uh, by uh, by New York State. Okay, and that's again that's later on in the show. And of course, we'll take your, your thoughts and comments at one eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. I have to tell you, it's a bit confusing, to say the least. But first up, I want to get your thoughts regarding the actions of a very talented high school basketball player named Destiny Adams. 
Destiny is a senior star at Manchester Township High School in New Jersey. She was heavily recruited by a number of top universities, and in fact, she's committed to play next year at the University of North Carolina. And like so many of our athletes, Destiny has been affected by the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, she happens to be African-American. And a couple of weeks ago, she decided to make her own statement by wearing a T-shirt during pre-game warm-ups before a high school game. The T-shirt featured the message, Black Lives Matter. Mind you, Destiny wore the shirt during the pre-game warm-up shoot-around. She did not wear it during the game. She, of course, wore her basic standard Manchester Township High School uniform. But her act of wearing her Black Lives Matter shirt caught the eye of the high school administration. And the local school board in Manchester Township, well, they decided that while they certainly admired her dedication to the Black Lives Matter cause, they felt that wearing her T-shirt in the warm-up session was really not the right move to have been followed through. And they just didn't think it was the right venue for her to do this. They ruled that if she's going to represent the school, then she has to adhere to the school's rules. That is, she's not going to be allowed to wear a Black Lives Matter shirt before a game if she's playing on the school court. Simple as that. Now, Destiny uh, you know, went in front of the school board, uh, and she made an appeal about this. Uh, but the, apparently, by all accounts, the school board just said, no, 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 we're not even going to basically uh, debate this. We're just going to make a ruling on this. And they said, no, you cannot wear your T-shirt. Uh, it just does not run. It's counter to uh, school policy. But not one to be discouraged. Destiny felt that the school board, as I said, they really had listened to her that they just made a ruling. So she then decided to go in a different kind of direction. For the next game, which was last week, she and several of her teammates went out and they purchased black hoodies that had Black Lives Matter printed on them. In addition, these, uh, these basketball players, these girls, also wore white wristbands and white socks on which they had inked Black Lives Matter. And they wore those uh, throughout the game. They didn't wear the hoodies, of course. Obviously, I was just sort of, they wore that to the game itself. But uh, during the game, they did wear the white wristbands and, the, and, of course, their white socks in which they inked Black Lives Matter. No word on what kind of reaction from the school board on this latest round of displays from Destiny and some of her teammates. But from what I hear, the board is trying to work with Destiny and her mom and dad to figure all this out, that is perhaps to find some sort of compromise. And what's curious about this is that her father, Dennis Adams, he's the principal, he's the high school principal at Manchester Township. <laughs> now, look, this is, this, is a, this is a matter of, of uh, personal uh, you know, politics. It has to get into, obviously, freedom of speech. And, of course, we're talking about high school students. We all know, of course, that Black Lives Matter is a national movement of great significance. And, of course, we've all seen the pro leagues, especially the NBA, embrace the posting of this sentiment on their uniforms this past year. Same with lots and lots of college basketball teams doing the same on their warm-up jerseys. So... I think it's fair to say that the vast majority of us, well, we all felt this was a good thing for athletes to raise consciousness about the ongoing social injustices in this country. But the question, and we have a lot of questions that we want to debate on this topic, how come when a high school athlete follows up, follows the lead of the NBA and of college teams, how come she's told that quite, quite bluntly that no, 
this kind of political statement is not going to be allowed. So that's my question for you today. Is this, is this something that is um, a double standard? Was the school board uh, in, in Manchester Township, were they right to have said that the school basketball team, uh, that's, that cannot be used as a platform for these kind of political statements? Uh, and quite frankly, are high school kids and high school athletes, are they, are they still entitled to freedom of speech? Is that the real issue here? I mean, uh, or do you think that kids in school, uh, they have fewer rights? Uh, and, you know, this is this is uh, gets down the pathway of talking about, again, freedom of speech. And, and there's a lot of Supreme Court uh, decisions on this matter. Uh, but I'm curious to get your thoughts about this as well, because I have to tell you, it, it's it is it was noteworthy and it's a bit troubling. And I, I just don't know what's going to happen here. As I said, uh, Destiny, obviously, is um, uh, a young woman who feels very strongly about this after she was told by the board, uh, no, you cannot wear a, a pregame warm-up with Black Lives Matter t-shirt. You can't wear those. She came back with some teammates and decided to say, okay, how about this? We'll buy some black hoodies. We'll wear them to the game. And then when we get into the game, I'll have uh, Black Lives Matter on my, my wristband and on my, my socks as well. Uh, again, I haven't heard what has been the reaction to that. one 337 6666 Again, I'm curious to get your thoughts about this. Uh, you know, and I'm, it's, I mentioned a few minutes ago that uh, her father, uh, Dennis Adams, uh, who is the principal of Manchester Township High School, uh, I did reach out to him. I tried to reach out to him earlier this week, but I have not heard back from him. Um, obviously, this has to be an unusual kind of predicament for him to be involved in because obviously he's, he's uh, very, very proud of his daughter. In fact, from what I understand, uh, Dennis Adams was a pretty, pretty good basketball player himself, having been uh, a top scorer in his playing career at Muhlenberg College in, in Pennsylvania. Anyway, this really gets to the, uh, the issue of, of of freedom of speech and of course freedom of speech well there, there are there, there, there are shades in this there are a lot it's, it's not freedom of speech unfortunately in certain situations it's not as free as you might think uh, it's simple as that one 337 6666 I want to talk about this and again later on we'll talk about what's happening with New York State sports and how that's going to happen and so on and so forth but let's let me take a time out when I return uh, from the break I'll go right to your calls because I'm eager to get into this conversation about Black Lives Matter, freedom of speech, and how it affects high school students. Stay with me. New York's fan, Sports Radio 1019 FM, the fan, WFAN, New York. We're just uh, talking this morning. Uh, we're getting into a conversation regarding uh, Destiny Adams at Manchester Township High School in New Jersey. And... Uh, she felt uh, motivated to to wear a, a Black Lives Matter uh, T-shirt in uh, pregame warmups uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, before a game. Uh, she did not wear it during the game. She went back to wearing obviously her standard uh, high school uniform. Um, and the question is, uh, when she went, this came in front of the school board there, and the school board said, "No, we we understand, we under appreciate what you're trying to do and say regarding this movement, but you're not allowed to wear that kind of." Uh, uh, political statement in a pregame situation because this is a public school and you are representing the school uh, and that's not the right venue for your own personal beliefs. Uh, and let me just say this because this may come up in our conversation this morning. Um, the, the, just about every high school 
athletic conference in the country. They have very strict rules regarding the actual uniforms that are worn in the games themselves. In other words, uh, they make it very clear that uh, when you come out to play in a game, football, basketball, baseball, whatever sport it may be, uh, the rules uh, regarding the uniform, what goes on the front of the uniform, uh, what goes in the back of the uniform, usually it's the size. Uh, they, they dictate or mandate how large the number is. Uh, what, what can you can say in the front in terms of the, the school's name or the nickname for the school, but they're very, very specific as to the uniform that you wear has nothing to do with the pregame has to do with the game itself and the uniform worn in the game and quite frankly if, if you are out of uniform uh, most officials referees umpires they will not let the youngster participate because they are out of uniform but again this has nothing to do with the game itself because destiny wore her her manchester uniform in the games the question is she was doing this before the game now she gets in, once the school board says, no, you can't do this, we don't think this is right to do this, um, then she comes back a week later and says, okay, we're going to wear uh, wristbands and socks, uh, and we wore those in the games, of course, uh, with it says Black Lives Matter. Now, obviously, they're a little more difficult to see when they're inked in, in pen on somebody's socks or wristbands, but certainly she and her, and some of her, not all, but some of her teammates were doing that. Let's, uh, let's get some calls about this. I'm curious to your thoughts. Eight one eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Let's start with Leonard in Rockland County. Good morning, Leonard. You're on the fan. Good morning, Rick. How are you? Good, Leonard. How are you? Great. So, just to, to maybe uh, possibly uh, answer your question about uh, with the BLM, I was thinking along the lines that um, when there, when BLM originally came out, um, um, the country was at a place where uh, athletes had to speak up. To the problem at hand, and uh, there's who's better than the NBA and the platform that you could have with LeBron and all the stars. But now, um, I'm not sure if the NBA themselves would go ahead and do so because maybe maybe now they're just continuing what they started off with. But now, um, on the other side of things, um, BLM has they have associated themselves with um, certain um, uh, um, you could call them extremists, anarchy. It's not as righteous. I'm saying BLM is definitely a righteous movement, but on the other on the other side, there are people that are taking it too much in in whichever direction you can say. But it's it's in certain ways it's turned it's it's, it's turned the country into in, in an ununifying way well, in certain ways I and. Yeah, I think if what you're what you're leading to, Leonard, and this is probably what the school board was basically, and they did not say this, uh, but I think they were concerned as well. This, if we allow this one individual player to make a political statement, then why can't somebody else in the team come back with some other political statement? Maybe nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. May have something to do with some other, uh, you know, uh, political statement. And Quite frankly, they don't want to have that kind of situation evolve. And that's why the school board, uh, and Leonard, thank you for the call this morning. That's why the school board basically said, look, you are representing not just yourself, you are representing the entire team and the entire school. So we feel, and they didn't go into much detail about this, but they said we feel that, that when you're representing the school, you have an obligation to not take a political stance during the course of, of uh, you know, uh, in front, either during the game or before the game. Now, again, we have not seen or heard, I've not seen any reports of what the school board said after the, she started to wear the wristbands and the socks. But I, I understand that they are concerned about the fact this may set a precedent they don't want to go down. Now, I will tell you, uh, I, I did discuss this with uh, 
our good friend, uh, University of Missouri law professor Doug Abrams, to get a sense of what the Supreme Court is rule about these things. Because after all, kids in school, they're all about, you know, making themselves known. And uh, there have been Supreme Court cases where uh, kids uh, have worn shirts in school uh, that have, been, have a political motive to them. But it seems to be, and it's a very murky area. But I, from what, what Doug has told me, it seems that, um, for example, if Destiny had worn a, uh, a Black Lives Matter T-shirt in class during the course of the school day, well, she would probably be able to do that because she's just making a political statement on behalf of herself. But once the, the, she gets to the basketball court and now she's playing for the team, she really can't wear that because now she, it, it, an outside spectator, uh, a fan might say, well, she's representing the entire team now. And the team feels the same way. So it, it gets murky as to how this all plays out. One thing that uh, the, the Supreme Court cases have made it fairly clear is you cannot have any youngster wear a shirt that espouses profanity or, or violence or, or that kind of thing, because then, then that sort of crosses a line from just, uh, you know, uh, freedom of speech. And now you're getting into a much, much more dark, a darker area. Let's move on. Let's go to, um, let's go to Sal and Valley Streams. Uh, Sal, good morning. You're on the fan. Hello. Hello, Rick. What's going on? Hey, Sal. Hey, I want to, you know, get into your point of what you discussed last week, Rick. I think last week you were discussing about kids, you know, playing college football. Because, you know, I think that's your point. If you're thinking about, like, a different perspective without kids playing, what would you have to do about it? Like, parents would tell their kids to play. Like, that's not your point that you want to do. If you're looking at a different perspective, you could have not say it that way, Rick. But you're not looking at something else. Like, kids wanted to play college football, you're going to want to say something else to the parents. The kid wants to play college football. What's the point about that, Rick? Um, that's my opinion for today. Okay. You, you were listening. You were saying this last week on your show. Yes, you yes. Saying, like, um, uh, I was talking about like kids playing college football. That's right. your point, what you were going to say about that, Rick. You have to say anything about this? You know. I, I hear you, Sal. Uh, hey, th- thank you for checking in. I appreciate that. Um, I, you know, I, I, I do want to get back to this particular topic because I do think it's kind of pressing because it's, it's in the news and it's going to be curious as to how this plays out. Uh, and again, I, I just, I, I don't know. I have a feeling that the, uh, the school board is going to sit down with uh, Destiny and her parents um, and, and basically try to figure out, you know, how they can come to a compromise or a solution on this. Um, you know, as I said before, the father is the principal at the high school there. And uh, from what I read, the, the, her mom is an attorney, and the mom is like saying, "Look, we, we don't. The whole idea of Black Lives Matter is not to be to to separate people. It's not meant to be polarizing. It's meant to bring people together. So again, this is having an interesting kind of impact in the fact that in this in this one particular town in New Jersey, you're, you're getting some sort of uh, you know um, some some conversations as to is this is this girl have the right to do this." Let's uh, let's go to uh, the Jack Smithland over in Fairlawn, New Jersey. Jack, good morning. You know, you're right there in Jersey. What do you make of this? Well, Rick. Um, first of all, listen. Black lives do matter. All lives matter. But and it's and, and, and where we are right now in our political world, um, you know. And I don't like talking politics at all. Um, you know, this is this is something that's very very important. And she, in, in my opinion, she does have the right, um, especially wearing the wristbands and the socks. Speaking to a very close friend up here in New, in New Jersey that's in the athletic business, 
at a high school. Uh-huh. He says that, you know, so- socks and wristbands are not part of the uniform because the kids supply them themselves. You know, what, what, would this, what would this Board of Ed do, or what did they do when all their football players last year, the year before, were wearing pink socks, you know, um, supporting, you know, cancer? Uh, breast cancer. And, you know, these are things that kids, you know, this kind of statement by Destiny is, is a growth statement. She's developing. She's, she's feeling her oats. She knows that she has an opinion and this is a way of, of getting it across. You know, when you talk about her wearing the shirt in school, she represents that school too. You know, she's part of that school. So, you know, and, and, and the other players on the team weren't forced to do this. They jumped on board, most of them. A couple of them did not. You know, and it's, it's a situation that the board should just leave it alone. And I think that's why you're not hearing from the board. They made their statement. It's not part, it's, it's not part of her official uniform, the bands and the socks. So, therefore, they really can't say anything about that. They really can't. Because I've witnessed football teams, soccer teams, and every kind of sport available to you that this, you know, wearing the pink socks and wearing this, this matters and that matters is a statement. And they're allowed to make that statement. You know, I think a lot of people are against it. The school board's against it. But the school board has to look at it as this kid's growing. She's developing as an individual right now. And she has the right to make that statement. And I believe that they're not saying, in my, in my heart, I feel they're not saying anything because they know they made their statement. They're not wearing the warm-up jersey, and now leave it alone. And I think well, they would be better off to do that. Let me ask you this. Let's go on that pathway for a second, Jack, because you mentioned, of course, uh, when when uh, high school athletes wear uh, pink uh, you know, shoes, socks, wristbands, whatever, uh, yep. to, to basically raise – Awareness and consciousness for uh, for breast cancer support. Um, I mean, I've never heard any school board say no. You can't do that because obviously it's not exactly. really a political statement. It's about the general health and no. welfare of 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 of, of women. Uh, the the question then comes: Well, how about if a kid decides to wear um, some sort of patch on their on their jersey to to commemorate the passing of, of somebody, uh, maybe a teacher or, or a parent or a coach or something. I mean, nobody ever says you can't do that. So we're getting, well, down, <laughs> getting down to a very nitty-gritty kind of a situation, a very, very, very um, – it's difficult to say, okay, you can do this, but you can't do that. I mean, and is, is Black Lives Matter acceptable? Well, certainly it was acceptable at the NBA at the uh, NCAA level, so how come high schools you know, can't do it? So I hear what you say about the school board. I think they have sort you know, of realized they're sort of painting themselves into a corner where they, they don't they, want to look like the bad guys. And I hear you saying also that Destiny is, is a, a 17-year-old who obviously is, is coming into her own and is using her platform as a top-notch uh, basketball player to, to make her point. I want to say one more thing, or one or two more things real quick. Um, the gentleman before you, you know, about the, about the NBA and, and NFL not jumping on board. Well, the, um, new, the, the New York Nets and yep. Liberty all reached out to Destiny. Yes. A assemblyman in New Jersey um, reached out to her and complimented her and congratulated her on her stand. And you talked about the patch. 
Years ago, when I was coaching, years ago, many years ago, I had a player on the team whose mother passed away. And she went out and had patches made with her mom's, um, I think, birthday. Didn't even say mom. I think it had her mom's birth date on it. Mm-hmm. And the kids wore them. Nobody said a word. Nobody said one word about that. I understand that's not a political situation. And, you know, but also when I was coaching wrestling, I represented a company or had a friend who had a company who was starting up. I wouldn't even say what the product was, but he had T-shirts made up. And I wore one to practice one day, and one of my wrestlers said, hey, that's a cool shirt. So I got them all shirts. They wore those shirts as pre-warm-up shirts during wrestling season. Mm -hmm. And, you know, nothing was said. Now, that's a private person advertising a business, you know, and nobody said anything about it. (laughs) So, you know, I, I just think the board should leave this alone. Let it go. She's made a statement. You know what? Most of the time when they, you know, it's like the old thing, you know, don't think about a white elephant and you think about a white elephant. If they would have left, left it alone, it probably would have gone away. But being that they fought her on it and she knew she had the right or feels she has the right to do it, she's going to continue. And I, and I give her a lot of credit. I really do. Thank well, Jack, you, Rick. Th- thank you, and I, I, I'm glad you mentioned, by the way, that uh, I'm, in fact I have my looked at my notes here. Yes, I wanted to mention that the Brooklyn Nets did, you know, re- uh, do a shout out to support uh, Destiny and what she had done, and there were other people as well who had supported her, uh, you know, from outside that uh, community of Manchester. Um, but also, apparently, there was some also some some angry notes and bad, uh, evil or nonsense correspondence that went to the school board. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's this is a very touchy subject. We know it is. I think anybody, uh, a reasonable person, would say, okay, you can't do anything that's going to cause any real concern uh, in terms of a political statement or or advocating for this. Uh, As I said before, you can't advocate any kind of violence or use profanity. But this is interesting because, again, there is a precedent here at the professional and the collegiate level. Um, But, again, it's just – it's just awkward as to how this is all played out, and I think Jack is correct that I think the school board would like very much for this to go away and uh, just move on. And uh, as I said, I assume that at some point they're going to sit down and talk, you know, more with, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, Destiny and her parents to see what they can do to reach a compromise. Let's move on. Let's go to uh, let's go to Ed Ward over in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Ed, good morning. You're next up on the fan. Ed, are you there? Nope, Ed's gone. Okay, let's... Uh, Rick, okay. Rick, Rick. Yes, Rick. Ed? I'm here, Rick. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, Ed. Uh, tell okay, me what your Jack, thoughts about this. I got a few things to say about this, okay? Yes. Um, I'm a former college basketball coach of 16 years, okay? So I've dealt with the African-American culture player, okay? Great relationships. I still have many great relationships. Uh, I, if you watch the uh, Hank Aaron eulogy the other day, okay, after Chipper Jones spoke, he sat down, Marquise Grissom put his hand, tapped Chipper's leg as if to say, great job. In 2009, I, I coached the RBI team in Jersey City. We were in, a, in the, and we won the, we won the Northeast Regional. We went down to Florida playing an event. Hank Aaron was the guest speaker's. I went to I went I went over to Mr. Aaron. And I said, Mr. Aaron, can I get a picture of you? He said, Sure. He says, By the way, how about we both shake hands for the picture? He brought that up to me. Mm-hmm. The point I'm bringing up is this, okay? There are a lot of good Caucasian, 
African-American situations where we all get along. Right. Okay? Matter of fact, Rick, when I just thought about this when, when Jack was speaking. I was the head basketball coach at Saddlebrook High School. I decided I wanted to play the Whitney Houston Star Spangled Banner song. Mm-hmm. Okay? One of the best around. The board wanted me to, to end it because they said it was too long. Well, when I played the previous tape that we used to play, it was 20 seconds longer. <laughs> so guess what? I won my battle, and I played that. But my point is this. I want to bring this up, Rick, and I think this is very, very important. The black culture brought up the situation about Black Lives Matter. Some of it has been peaceful. Some of it hasn't. And I'm not saying this to be racist or derogatory. I think we are now at a point where we we got to end that because it's, it's, it's all over the place. Why don't we print up shirts that say all lives matter? You know what I mean? I think this is what it's all about. Let's all be families. Let's all be together. I still remember last year when I was in a hospital, one of my former basketball players, who's, who's African-American, came to visit me, and we spent three hours in the hospital chatting. That's what it's all about, okay? I, I think we got to stop all these messaging things. I think it's really, really important. And I hope Mr. Adams hears this, because I'd like to hear his reaction if some, if, if some of his players wore T-shirts that said, All Lives Matter. That's all I have to say, Rick. Again, all right, Ed. It's a great topic. Great. Thank you. Thank you, as always, for checking in. Uh, you know, this is, as I said, this is a very delicate, touchy subject. It's very controversial, obviously, in light of what's happened this past year. Um, and obviously, I'm hardly, I would hardly say that I'm an expert in this matter. I do know, of course, that there's been the term all lives matter is a hot button topic. Uh, it's perceived in some quarters, not all, but in some quarters to be racist. And, and it just basically is sort of a goes uh, contrary to the whole concept of black lives matter. That's what the point is that we're talking about African-Americans and black lives. Uh, so we have to be very cautious about uh, embracing the term all lives matter because that is not it may sound uh, on, a, on a one level to make a lot of sense, but on a deeper level, more emotional level, and in a hot-button topic uh, arena, it's not perceived to be uh, to be politically correct. It's not concerned, considered to be uh, in favor. So let's be careful with that for sure. Uh, again, we're talking here about what happened to this girl and what she did and, and whether or not this is going to – the school board in this one town in New Jersey is going to let her keep doing this with the wristbands and, and so on and so forth and her socks. Um, and again – from what I understand, not all of her teammates, you know, went with this. Although the coaches said that there hasn't been any real problem, that in fact that this basically sort of brought the team a little closer together. Maybe they're having more conversations about Black Lives Matter, which, to my way of thinking, is all good. And that is, of course, that's the whole idea of of being a student athlete, particularly uh, in, a, in a school where you want to have a chance to express different opinions and get different points of view. Uh, all right, let me let me take a pause here. Obviously, we want to take some more calls about this. We also want to talk a little bit about what's happening in New York State, starting high school sports again. One eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. That's our number. When I come back, we'll go right back to the calls. Stay with me. Sports Radio One O One Nine FM. The Fan. W F A N. New York. 
Hey, don't forget, uh, Football Sunday follows uh, the Sports Edge at 9 o'clock this morning. Uh, Mark Malusis and David Deal will be along to talk football with you. A big game coming up next week. You can always follow me on Twitter at AskCoachWolf. And uh, go to my website, AskCoachWolf.com, for uh, my blog, uh, my comments, uh, sports parenting books, and other resources. Uh, let's uh, continue with our phone calls as promised. Let's, uh, let's go to uh, Rob over in uh, Lake Success. Rob, good morning. Rick, good morning. First of all, uh, it's been a crazy week for me, and just going to let you know everything's go- I'm, I'm fine and doing great, but I just want to touch on that for a second. Sure. Your show is so informative when Dr. Zimmerman was on when you were talking about COVID and different heart-related issues. I mean, it, there's so much that people are not aware of, and obviously what happened to me by listening to that show, check something out, and uh, it, it's just amazing. I mean, uh, I'll, ju- I'll just leave it at that, and, and it really... Uh, so informative things that you bring up, the media, that you, the full platform that you're putting out there, um, you know, can, can help save people's lives. And, and, and you know, you understand where I'm coming from. Uh, <laughs> my point on this one, yes. uh, you know, on the black, on, on this whole situation with these young people, you know, I've been listening and I'm kind of mixed on this one. I, I, I think it's, it, what she's doing is, is wonderful on a personal level and she's entitled because it's really, it's, it's all part. It's freedom of speech, but she is representing the sport. Take the other side, because I'm not totally taking the other side. I'm just saying maybe she should have brought it up to her father, who's the principal, instead of just doing it on her own, coach, and say, listen, you guys have a problem with me being in a public forum, representing the school on a court. I know it's in practice, but is this, is this something that's going to upset people? Okay, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and that's just my thought on that. I'm all for Black Lives Matter. What's been going on in this country, we understand for a hundred years, is we're you know we could, we're looking at possibly between the the politics of civil war here, but it's something that I think she did on her own personal feelings, and I I, I amend that, but I think she should have, you know, is this okay to do this before she actually stepped on the court? It's where that murky, uh, you know, that murky area, as uh, you know, the attorney Abrams was bringing up. Yep. And this is something, you know, it's, it's crazy, but we all have, it's really a pol- political thing. As far well, as I want to Yeah, Rob, I was going to say, this is, I mean, you raise a good point. And again, as I mentioned early on, I tried to reach out to uh, to the principal, Dennis Adams, uh, who, is, who, is, who is Destiny's dad, uh, especially because he was a, a pretty good basketball player himself in high school and college. Unfortunately, I did not hear back from him because I wanted to get his sense, he and his wife's perspective on all this, uh, and would ask the question, did Destiny, did she have a conversation with you and her mom before she decided to do this? Um, because what basically... Taking a step back, the school board has said, "Okay, you cannot do this." Yes, we know the NBA and we know colleges have uh, you know warm-up shirts with Black Lives Matter, or whatever. But you can't do this at a high school level. They just said it's a high school. You can. This is not the right form for this kind of political statement. And that's that's sort of where it sort of ended. Um, and and of course, she decided to wear Black Lives Matter uh, inked onto her socks and her wristbands. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's a, it, it sort of begs the question that maybe school districts now have to say, okay, here are the new rules as to what kids can protest or were political statements uh, before a game or they can't say. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's very awkward. It's very, it's very murky. That's, that's the term. 
Rick, you know, everything you were just saying is, is the whole point. When, where does it end? Where does, exactly. I mean, where does it end? Black lives totally matter. And, and I understand that, you know, Ed was bringing up all lives matter. Well, that, that, you know, that's a totally no, another direction. It's really about the, the topic of Black Lives Matter. And, and you know, it's, it's okay. I mean, I have no problem. And really, but maybe the forum and maybe she should have asked permission versus taking it upon herself. One last thing I want to go on. I think it is time, though, Rick, because I know you're going to touch on this part of the second half of the half hour. Yeah. Um, I think high school sports, it is time to try. They've been talking about it. I know we're in the midst of still COVID. It, it, the vaccines are coming out. Uh, I get my second shot next week. And, 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 you know, I will say it's time to try, but we have to have the guidelines in place. And this is where we need a commissioner. This is where we need every state to have got. Well, we have the governor. He, he's, if he's okaying it at this point, to try. I think the Board of Education, if they set it properly, they should have, that, they should have their chance to, you know, to play sports. And well, we've yeah. got to start, you know, and this I, is the starting point. This is what and Rob. Thank you as always for the call. Uh, yeah, this was the game plan. You know, from several months ago, we were going to basically postpone uh, high school sports until the spring, till the winter, and see what was happening with COVID. Now, the the truth of the matter is, the sad truth is, that the number of of uh, COVID infections continues to rise daily. Uh, with three thousand uh, Americans die every day of COVID, so that's still out there. It hasn't changed. Uh, but the fact is that we've decided, okay, let's try to move ahead and. And see what happens. Um, again, the one thing I have to emphasize to, to high school uh, athletes, coaches, parents, uh, educators, you're going to have every athlete has to check with their, their school's coach regarding all the various safety precautions that uh, the various uh, sections and school districts in New York State are putting into place. Uh, you know, includes to me high risk sports like basketball, ice hockey, and wrestling. Again, you have to check in ahead of time with your coach and athletic director to see what, what they're going to put into place because it's not universal. It's not uniform. Uh, it really depends on, on your school. Now, again, most athletes have been in contact with their coaches and athletic directors, but boy, oh, boy, make sure you know what's expected of them. For example, and again, this is just a, a few of the samples I, I saw in some of the proposed regulations, um, you know, whether or not kids are going to have to wear face masks, not just in practice, but actually, in the, in, for example, in basketball games, is that going to be mandated? Uh, whether the parents uh, are allowed to attend the games uh, or they're going to be uh, limited to just two, two spectators per athlete, about whether the parents of a visiting team are going to be allowed to attend road games, about whether the players need to come to the games in their uniforms, already dressed out, ready to play, or whether they can change in the locker rooms about how the various uh, pieces of sports equipment are going to be sanitized during the games. Uh, and, of course, athletes will naturally have to bring their own water bottles and towels to the games and so on and so forth. I mean, and honestly, I, I still don't know. I don't understand how wrestling, which was for all of its full direct physical contact between the, you know, the, the wrestlers, how that's going to work. I mean, wrestling protocols, I think, are still being discussed. And again, these questions I just rattled off, this is all up to, um, you know, it's just a tip of the iceberg. It's as simple as that. Let's, uh, let's continue with our calls here. Let's go to uh, John in Fairfield. John, good morning. You're next up on The Fan. Hey, Rick, what's going on? You know, I, I, I think this is much more complicated than people realize. When, when people, you know, when, first of all, until the Supreme Court chimes in, 
which they may or may not get right because that's of the that could be of the zeitgeist of the culture of now. You know, Destiny has has every right to want to wear those things, and I think on a school level, if the team is okay with it, and a particular school district is okay with it, I don't have a problem with it, no matter what she's saying. However, I think if you go back and you actually listen to what Martin Luther King Jr. said, he would be against Black Lives Matter. Not because he's against the idea that there are an enormous racial racial injustice and equality in America. It's not about that. It's about the fact that Martin Luther King said, do not say white power and do not say black power. Mm -hmm. And I think that, I think, it's highly problematic. You know, when, when an, who, we don't really know her motivation, meaning that she can wear, you know, Black Lives Matter apparel while she's either playing sports or not playing sports, but maybe she's doing this because her father didn't get her the iPhone she wanted, and she's mad at Dad, and people then think she's a spokesman for the Black Lives Matter movement, and that's not what's going on. And I think life is very complicated that way. You know, if you, if you actually can psychoanalyze every single human being in every march in, since the dawn of time and every protest, you're going to find a billion reasons on a very microscopic level. Yeah, but, but level John, I, I hear what you're saying, and obviously we don't know. Uh, I, I've never spoken to Destiny Adams, but what I've, I've done a lot of reading about what's gone on and obviously uh, trying to get a sense. And, John, thank you for the call this morning. Clearly, this is a young woman who is uh, who is African American, and if you're an African American athlete and she's a star basketball player, as I mentioned, a top recruit and is going to play a top Division One program next year at University of North Carolina. Her father is the principal at her high school. Her mom's an attorney. Yeah, I like to think that the, the girl knows something about Black Lives Matter, and this is a very, very important uh, subject uh, to her. Obviously, it's important enough for her to say, I'm going to take a, I'm going to voice my opinion. I'm going to take a stance about this and show a sense of um, camaraderie and support for this very important movement. So I have to assume this is a little more than just uh, something that was a casual whim or something she did just uh, you know because she was mad at her father for some reason. No, no, I, I think I'm going to give her the strong benefit of the doubt. This is somebody who really feels strongly about this and, and made a statement. The question is the school board said, yeah, we hear you and we admire your, 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 your taking a stand, but we don't think this is the right platform for you to do this. And quite frankly, uh, and again, I don't know specifically if everybody in the team agreed with this. Uh, it, it, it's, it, you just don't know what other kids are, are thinking. And you also worry about, okay, if somebody says, all right, well, she's allowed to make a, uh, a political statement, then I'm going to do the same thing and do some other, so make other statement on my pregame warm-up shirt. So it's a very slippery slope, and uh, that's, I'm sure, what the school board was, was nervous about. Uh, let's go quickly over to, uh, to Gary and Colt's neck. Hey, Gary, you're next up on the fan. Rick. Hi, Rick. Good morning. Yes, Gary. Yes, Gary. Yeah. You know, this is a, a tough subject to talk about, obviously. It is. Absolutely. Move forward. Here's, here's how I look at things. You know, where I grew up in a small, mostly predominantly white Italian town, when a black family would come in, we would embrace everyone. We never talked about racism. That's not how we were raised. But I think what's happening in today's world, it's almost like People just want to be, I don't want to say famous, but they want to be, of course, acknowledged. But it just, it disturbs me when Tim Tebow would take a knee, okay, and people 
we're all upset about that. Oh, yeah, well, you know, praying to God. You know what? Unfortunately, until God comes back into everyone's lives, I don't think we're going to really get out of this problem that we're having, to be honest with you. And, you know, let's be honest, racism will always, I guess, be existing until people stop talking about it. So it's just, it's just a different world, and I'm just not used to this whole thing. And I love everybody, man. When you're good, you're good. <laughs> it's just people need to chill out a little bit. And well, Jerry, I, they bring, uh, you know. I, I, I know I, I agree with you, and and obviously that that's the the that's the goal we all have in mind. And clearly, uh, because of the Black Lives Matter and what has happened, what's transpired this past year uh, around the country, uh, and we've seen the video uh, of, of of horrible things happening to African Americans, this has become a real flashpoint. But this girl decided, okay, I think I'm going to make my my position known. And uh, the problem is she ran into a roadblock. I, I you know, it is very, very awkward. It's very difficult. Uh, I, I don't know how this is going to play out, but I think of, as some of our callers have said today, uh, and, and Gary, thank you for your thoughts. Uh, I, I, my, my sense is that the school board is probably just going to hope and pray this matter goes away. But I do think at some point um, somebody somewhere is going to ask uh, the board, uh, the school board president, or, or say something and say, okay, what what is the final resolution about Destiny Adams? Is she allowed to wear Black Lives Matter wristbands and uh, to write that also on her socks uh, along with some of her teammates? Will she be allowed to wear a hoodie uh, to the games uh, that says Black Lives Matter on that? Is that okay? Are we going to take any uh, reprimand her in any way or take any uh, other court of corrective action? What about if other athletes in that school district decide they want to do the same thing? This is where we are. This is life today in American uh, sports and American society. Uh, And it is a very, very confounding issue. All right. that's going to do it for me in this edition of the Sports Edge. Again, I'm excited about high school sports happening in New York State. We'll hope and pray that, that things get off, uh, you know, people are, understand that precautions are vitally necessary and everybody follows the rules as best they can. And everybody, all the athletes, the parents, coaches, stay safe and they stay in good shape, in physical shape. Okay, that's it for me. My thanks, as always, to Ed Arzuman for, for uh, running the show today. I'll see you next Sunday right here on the Sports Edge. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 